I definitely need more coffee. Yeah, I want some coffee in me. Okay. Get in me, boy. Wait, this is the last cup, buddy. You fucked it. That's fine. I can make this last. Uh, yeah, you will have to. Yeah, I'm going to have to ration like the war. Yeah. How'd you like that one? That was a pretty smooth little piece of music right there. Yeah. I, Tasty it's little just, number. It's a fragment from an actual mm. song that I did. Ooh. Fucking, I did it like five years ago, buddy. Man. Yeah, a while ago. Always been on another level, haven't you? Always been pushing those boundaries. Yes. From um, birth. I've been trying, you know, trying hard. Yeah. The question we have is, is it Wednesday? Um, no, I don't think today is the day. I don't believe so. No, I don't think so either. Wait, uh, what day actually is it? Oh, it's Thursday. I, I kind of lost track, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, you definitely have. It seems like you I'm just you I'm really... just a scattered boy. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't really, <laughs> really anywhere. There. I wasn't really anywhere. It's quite a surprise that I'm here actually. Like I'm lost in the void. Yeah, um I'm glad to have pulled you out. Thank you, yeah. thank yeah. you, yeah. It, it was a nice void. I, you know, people were concerned that you, you would have been dead or something. I was like, no, he's fine. He's uh, just They don't just, need to be. He's I mean, just having his time in the void. Yeah, I'd be happy if I was, so you should have been happy that I might have been dead. <laughs> I'm waiting, like, so you can you imagine your funeral as being like very big Ooh, celebration. Well, like, I, I don't want my, yeah, I don't want my funeral to be really bleak. I've always said this, so I don't want it. There's a few things I don't want to do. I don't want to. I definitely don't want to get married, like have a wedding, because that, that's just institutionalized. You know, I'm not. It's very ingrained in religion and kind of patriarchal rules and traditionalist notions, and it's kind of more an administrative thing than it is a thing of love. I don't really think marriage is about love. It's about you know, life yeah. admin. And I think with a funeral as well, I kind of feel the same thing because it's very closely tied to religious ideology and the idea that. There's only one way to treat death, which is a very gloomy, glum way. But I don't think yeah. death needs to be treated in such a horrible if, way. Okay, I've I've got um, I've got a proposal. <laughs> you gonna? Are we, are we gonna get married? No, over the no, podcast? no, 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 no. I'll get married during your funeral. Ooh, how about that? There is life when there is death. <laughs> life, uh, love after death. Man. I'll conceive a baby during your funeral. <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful idea. But I yeah. do, I do honestly for my funeral. Right, we we need to get this on record. I've always wanted to get this on record. I've said it to people, but they'll probably forget. So here's the recording of me giving my plans. Okay, Vid, you can you can sort yeah. it out. I don't really give a shit. You can be the best man at my funeral. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can give a speech. You can be like, ah, oh, uh, dickhead. <laughs> what's the like? Remember um, that time he made a fool of himself. Every time, yeah. What what's the 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 male version of like the hen party? Uh, what is it called? Oh, stag do. Stag do, right? Yeah, so you can like do the funeral stag do. <laughs> I used to scare you. We don't around. like to drink with Jack oh. because he's dead. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> oh god, yeah. So for my funeral, right? This is what I want. I want play the entirety of "Is This It" by The Strokes. Um, play Beach House 7 but only the songs that pop um, put some 80s put some 90s I don't really mind you can go to town just get my playlist you know my fat playlist with all my yeah, music yeah with like 800 songs just put that on shuffle I don't really care what comes on Like it'll be sombre it'll be happy there'll be a nice little mix you know it'll give people the chance to grieve how they want because it'll be like the sad people can go to the Elliot Smith room like the happy people can go to the David Bowie room so you know, it'll be it'll be what we want. People can wear what they want. I'll have a nice little vegan buffet. You know, yeah. Like some what about bio life what on about, crackers? What about non-vegans? 
They can just eat vegan food, mate. I mean, it's not going to hurt them. What? I mean, <laughs> you wanted you wanted to make that an argument, but yes. you were just like, oh, I physically can't make that an argument. <laughs> yeah, you were just like, you just like, I'm gonna yeah, I was just, it. yeah, I just wanted to argue for the sake of arguing. Yeah, you, you, you did. <laughs> You're like, I've had enough of your entitled bullshit. Hey, can you believe I'm drinking black coffee? Uh, what? Huh? What? Why wouldn't I believe that? I mean, is that is that a wild thing for you to do in your life? Oh god, that's it's so, so good, so bitter. Wait, do you want to hear me drink my coffee? No, you do. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Don't do I'm it. gonna celebrate life by drinking this coffee close to the mic. Oh god, that was a horrible slurp. <laughs> Jesus, there we go. Uh, maybe. So, so I mean, today, I mean, we've briefly touched on you know life and death. And yeah, I would true. say one of the most seminal yeah. aspects of life yeah, that's true. is sweet lady love. So yeah, what, whatever happens between, the, between well, birth and death. You know, I think, I think the ultimate goal in life, right? Because everything's meaningless. Right? Everything's meaningless. Like if the stock market was to crash, it wouldn't really matter because if humanity just died, then the universe would still exist and it doesn't really mean anything. So surely what, what we should all focus on, instead of like joining the rat race, making yourself miserable, working a job you fucking hate, we should all just work towards self-fulfillment and happiness, which is hard sometimes, but... I feel like that should be everyone's ultimate life goal instead of like, oh, I'm serving the system. It should be I'm serving what if, myself. What if serving the system is your, you know, Then that's fine. That's fine. I that's mean, okay. whatever fills you really, yeah. But I mean, I guess one of the things we all search for in life, I mean, not all of us, because obviously some people don't, but a lot of us search for is the sweet uh, grasp of love. Love. <laughs> Yeah, we want we want love. You if know. if love had a voice and it sounded yeah. like that, I think people would be happy to die alone. But I mean, I found out um, <laughs> fairly recently. Yeah, people would. Yeah, <laughs> imagine your like partner talking like that. Like, <laughs> do you want some toast? <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's the conversations I have with partners. Just toast. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I found out recently that you know, love is a construct, man. I mean, in in ancient cultures. Say, for example, I think it was ancient Greek cultures. Um, their idea of a relationship was mm. basically just sex. I mean, there was no like, there was none of this horrible intertwining, horrible battling. And it was yeah, a simple. It was a simpler time, and the concept of love only really sprouted up in fairly modern culture. Yeah. Well, it's just like following your primitive instincts. You yeah. Know, just like you need to reproduce, and, and it's, that's it's kind it. of a commodified thing. It's like. They want you to be in love because that means that you're then in a union where you're both kind of aiding the system, essentially, like, as you're a partnership. E you're easier to track. You're easier to track. They know where you are. But yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, what, I, mean I was going to ask you, if right. love is a construct that has been made by society, it's not mm -hmm. a real thing that exists. So, I mean, there is a feeling, you know, but I think we're told what the feeling of love is. And then when we have something like that, I mean, I mean actually, like, the feeling of love, I think, is one of the reasons why a lot of people get disappointed in love. Because you're told that there is this very fixed idea of what love is. But mm. then if your love doesn't fit this Hollywood narrative of a perfect, mm. gleaming relationship, then you think it's terrible. But actually, I think that love is always flawed as a concept like in and of itself. So I think people maybe look for something which could never be real. Yeah, and th there, isn't, there is no such a thing as perfection. So No way. Yeah. 
Uh, but but people want to think there is, and they'll they'll use fairly vapid reasoning to never commit or to have a breakup. Just things which you know aren't really that significant. They'll be like, oh, we're not compatible because of this. But I don't know. I mean, I mean, I was going to ask, what do you think love is? If you could define love, what would I've, you define it as? I would define it as a chemical reaction in your brain. Yeah, that that's about it. I mean, obviously there. Certain you know other psychological things that you attach over time, but like initially or what you know I would re- refer to as love at first sight. Yeah, it's definitely a, like a strong chemical reaction in your brain. You know, yeah, ser- serotonin, dopamine, all that. You know, bam! You're like, yeah, you're high. I do. Love. I do think that's another thing which leads to people being disappointed by love. It's because it is a chemical reaction, like, and it doesn't always go off. You can't control it. You can't be like, I want that reaction to come when I see that person. Like you can well, have it towards people who you might not actually superficially <laughs> yeah, be connected as, as, to. As as the genius of Tommy Wiseau said, love is blind. It is blind. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a very weird thing because I think I think with something like Tinder, um, you can find people on there who superficially look like they would fit you exactly. Like aesthetically, yeah. they suit you. They have a similar music taste, like the yeah. same things, but that doesn't mean you're going to have any chemistry. It doesn't no, mean there's going to be a feeling triggered. In that's you. true. But like, how many times have you have you had that feeling, and then you met up with the person, and you were like, "Oh, right, this is really not." Quite a I, few times, because yeah. I like too I can, many, too, too many. Because I can idealize people and think yeah. that you know, just because they inherit some traits which I find good in people, that that so you, is yeah. enough. Yeah, so you build up an, Im- an image of them before you meet them, and then yeah. it, it shatters. I, I've had I've had that really, yeah, really badly, where I've just built people up, and then I meet them. And it's not that they're not nice people, or like, they don't have a lot of merits, and they're good in other ways. It's just yeah. that the things I thought of them may have been exaggerated and hyperbolic, and it might not exactly be that. That's true, yeah. It's it's crazy. It's crazy to think how non-compatible you can be with someone yeah. who's, who's, you're, who's compatible with you, you know? Like, it's really weird. But it's a very when, thin line. But when you do have that feeling, what things do you then, um, after that feeling, want a partner to inhabit? What what traits do you want? What's important to you? Um. Well, I don't know. For me, it's like I've, 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 I've realized that um, it's in pretty much impossible. It's improbable to find someone who's like you know the 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 perfect person um, to you in your in your opinion. So I you know kind of have to accept these imperfections, and I've I which I have. So now I feel like the only thing that I'm really looking for in 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 a person is whether they make me happy. You know? Yeah. If they make me, and also not only that, like if they make me me be me or you know let me be or myself or don't try and change yeah. you yeah exactly yeah, yeah no definitely. so like you know just an accepting honest because like know, because in any relationship like because you're both you want you want to not have either party be the dominant force because yeah. that's unhealthy so you want the other person to kind of be on level footing with you and i think it's i think inevitably if that is the case they will change you 
but they shouldn't change you intentionally or overtly. Yeah. It yeah. should just be little like, things or, you yeah. realize. Like maliciously, obviously, you know, there are f- small things that you can change, you know, or like little habits that might not be good for you. you know? yeah. oh, oh no, you have a cocaine addiction. You know, maybe we should try and yeah, work on that. Yeah, to be fair, <laughs> if they try and change something, which yeah. is really bad, yeah. like, yeah. oh, you're doing cocaine like every night, then it's probably a good it's thing. It's probably a good thing. Yeah, but you. like, oh, I really don't like the way you get excited about things yeah i don't want you meeting up with your friends (laughs) yeah yeah that's horrible things like that things like like that that is a manipulative you know relationship yeah i've had i've had that and it's it's horrible horrible because like i'm i mean is, is this really relevant i mean i have i have like mild brain damage which means that my personality i i find it hard to like control myself at times and I can be quite bold. It's not, it doesn't really affect me in day-to-day life. It's fine. But um, I've definitely had that in the past where people have tried to like monitor my behavior and kind of bring me down when I'm on a high, not like a, not like a drug induced high, just when I'm, when I'm happy and I'm feeling sociable and then they're like, stop talking. And it just, you know, hurts you. You're just like, are you attacking me for me? Cause I can't really change this. Yeah, that's true. Like, you know, if, if you're social, like just a social person, Mm. um, you know, people get too jealous and too possessive. Yeah, and you're like, dude, I'm just, I just want to talk to someone. You know, someone yeah. that, someone who isn't you. Like, yeah, I love talking to you, but can I just, you know, can you leave? You me need more alone than for that. A bit? Give you, me you some need space. More than that. Yeah, I think, I think what I look for in people is basically the same. I mean, it is overall, obviously, everything should relate back to happiness and fulfillment. Because if you're not hitting those things, then you're basically wasting your entire life if you're not fulfilling yourself or making yourself happy. But I think I think also I like, I don't know, someone with a sense of humour, which is fairly somewhat similar to mine, who enjoys like roughly the same things. I, I won't, if say for example, if I met someone and they didn't like... I don't know, beach house, I wouldn't be like, oh, we can't be together. Yeah. I think well, I think it's also an openness to new things. It's kind of if they think if they seem like they're interested in the things. Yeah, like. that's the thing. Like, you know, my one of my previous partners, she wasn't into my favorite band at all. You know, she was like, eh, these guys, I'm not really into them. And I was like, uh, that's fine, you know, like I enjoy my things, you enjoy yours, you know, it's absolutely fine. But then over time, obviously, I conditioned her into that band becoming mm. her favorite as well. Because obviously, why would you? Why wouldn't you like Radiohead? <laughs> why would? Yeah, you? to be fair. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, it's just exposure. I mean, a lot of the. I mean, I definitely had my music taste changed in my last relationship quite a lot. I mean, yeah. mostly by her dad, actually. But I mean, <laughs> it was just it was just listening to stuff that you don't really yeah. hear because obviously, like a large part of your music taste is what you've actually been exposed to. Yeah. Sometimes you don't like a certain band because you don't not because you don't like them, but because you just never had the time to sit down and listen. And when you do, you might actually have something click. Well, yeah, right time, right place. You know, you need you need some re- relevance in in you know with the music in your life at the same time. And sometimes it just comes together like you know a, a jigsaw. Mm. Um, other times, you know, you just I don't know you um, you don't quite match up. So, yeah, are you are you depends. feeling positive about the outlook for love in your life? Um, uh, yes and no. I don't know. It's 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 a strange one. Um, I I don't have very high hopes because I, I know that you know love really really hurts. Like it's it's and it's inevitable. You know, it's gonna it's gonna mess you up. Like if you fall in love with someone and you're like, this is the person, like the 
the perfect person for me ever, like the most amazing person, and I want to spend the rest of my life with him, you will get fucked up yeah. by them. You will. Like, no matter how happy... You, you might still be together with them for the rest of your life, but it will mess you up and you will be traumatized. But you know what? I've, I've realized over time, that's fine. Yeah. It's worth it. You know, I feel like... You grow heart- from yeah. it as well. Yeah, exactly. Like, heartbreak is worth, you know, is worth it um, to, you know, to have love. So I'm kind of like... Some people are just like, you know, they get so pushed away by it. They're like, you know, they lose hope and they're like, oh, I don't want to love anyone ever again, you know, because mm. it's so bad. And like, that's fine too. You know, you can, you can live a happy and life. And people who say that will eventually have their outlook changed. I think they just need well, time. Yeah. What the thing is like, I feel like you should just let things, things happen as they go. And then, you know, instead of closing yourself off and, you know, having a very, very like narrow, narrow space, you know, narrow, I don't know, mind space, thought process thing mm. field i don't know what i'm trying to say but yeah like instead of closing yourself in the room just you know let some fresh air you know, let some air in you know open up the windows you know maybe 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 someone will knock on your door and it's gonna be great for a while and they'll until, be uh, working uh, for amazon uh yeah and here's your delivery <laughs> and then you lock eyes and you're like oh yeah. craig who is 47 <laughs> and then they will burn your you. house they will burn your house down and it's all gonna end in tears and your pet is gonna be the only thing left of all you have left is the sex toy he was delivering <laughs> that's it you oh know? yeah it's, fu- <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that actually you know like sex toys right so like when you break up with someone what do you do with the sex toys, right? That you like what? <laughs> I didn't you know. really have any like. But like, one, so, so I, you know, I was like, obviously, you would throw them away. You know, like, why would you keep? You know, it's a bit odd. It's an odd one, right? This, I mean, it, can you use them <laughs> with different parts? Yeah, no, that's <laughs> the thing. You, you know, can you be like, oh yeah, this this dildo was used on my <laughs> my ex girlfriend yeah. at least ninety seven times. Yeah. Well, now it's your turn. Obviously, you know, I I would do a sensible thing, and I might have done a sensible thing. But oh, yeah. then a friend of ours, actually, she said, she was like, why did, you know, it's such a shame you had to throw, like, you threw it all away. Uh, like, why why wouldn't you, like, give it to someone, you know, maybe sell it in Gumtree? I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to take my box of dildos and all that <laughs> to a charity <laughs> shop. <You know? laughs> Let the kids buy it. <laughs> Any needy children? No, that's horrible. That should definitely be cut. It was a joke, people. Am I? Goddamn liberals can't take a joke these days. I'm sorry. I'm I'm a liberal too. I'm sorry. But yeah, I think I think anyway. I mean, that was a lovely little tangent. But I think I think yeah, reciprocation is one of the hardest things. I mean, so so many times you have that kind of few day burst where your heart lifts up and you're like oh my god is that person i just met going to be a permanent fixture yeah but i get, I, yeah. I find it really hard like when i even if i've literally been spending like three days with someone to not think in my head this is probably just fleeting because i feel this way i know how i feel but i don't know how they feel and then i start getting really nitpicky and i'm like oh they turn yeah. their head away what, yeah, what does that mean tr- like it's really bad you you, you really want to know what what goes on inside of their head yeah because i think you know i feel like it's um it's sort of a self self-protection you know like some yeah, sort of like sure. self-caution but it is but it is bad like i remember the last time i properly liked someone i guess i guess i mean it comes and goes in waves but I, I had that the whole time I was with them. I was just kind of like, 
when is when is like when is the bomb gonna drop when is shit gonna go bad when yeah. are you gonna you know do something or yeah, and then they come out of the closet yeah <laughs> they're like oh, take off it. the mask um yeah. i don't know i don't <laughs> no, know they come out of the cupboard <laughs> yeah come out of the cupboard i don't know it's hard i mean i haven't spoken about my outlook actually yeah yeah which i was which gonna is, ask i mean it's not too gloomy actually it's pretty no. fine i mean i i'm like i'm on dating apps but i'm not really on dating apps um because i don't i don't really use them and i never generally even when someone seems interested yeah bother keeping up messaging because it just feels really shallow and like i'm not really connecting with the person because you can as i said earlier you can superficially you know match with someone but you don't know until you've met them if there's any chemistry and i always just have that idea in my head and then eventually just unintentionally or intentionally or whatever end up cutting them off and that's the case so i feel like i i think i will find some nice love pretty soon probably in the summer when i'm feeling happy and i haven't got uni and i have a bit of free time but i, I don't think it will happen in like artificial social media kind of settings yep. i think i'll just go out and meet someone because I, I mean i can do that like i do that's probably why i don't use dating apps it's because i feel like i don't need to rely on them to find people so i think i'll just no, probably yeah. go to a gig sometime meet someone yeah. and i'll be like ah, oh, damn there's chemistry yeah well the thing is you just have to put yourself out there you know um it's so funny you know like i know a few people who are just like oh, you know, how do you meet so many girls? Like, how do you have so many, you know, how do you go on so many dates and stuff? And I'm just like, dude, like, you're sitting in, in the house the entire day playing video games. How do you expect anything to ever happen yeah, to you? Yeah, yeah, literally. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I used definitely used to do that, where I wouldn't really go out very much. And I would, if I did go out, it wouldn't really be that social. Um, but I, I've changed people. I go out way yeah. too much now. Well, you might but me, I would, so. <laughs> yeah. I would basically, um, yeah, I would basically sit in my room and be like, "Why does no one love me?" But then it's kind of like, <laughs> I think, I think the thing is like living in a city. Um, it was kind of different when I was home. Love worked differently somehow. But living in a city like Brighton, there's a lot of edgy wankers. There's a lot of people. And if you just kind of sit on your ass, you can't really expect anything to happen because there are so many people out there, you know. Yeah, and, if, and for if and it's, like, if it's not if you, you, if it's not you, it's going to be someone else. It's definitely going to be someone else, especially yeah. with the types of people we go. It's going to be it's going to be forty seven year old Craig from Amazon. Yeah, it's going to be Craig. He's, <laughs> he's about man. He's doing bits. But no, I think I think the types of girls we go for, um, they are cool edgy yeah. like Chal I, would, I, would, I would i would say challenging and there is it's so challenging <laughs> but there is such an uh, so challenging what the fuck are we doing yeah. but there's, there's such like an abundance of guys you know who are also into that and will sweep in in a moment if you don't kind of actually put some effort into it yeah has that happened before have, have people I think, sweeped no have we sweeped Someone, probably oh, sweet. I think I'm sure we have. I mean, I That's mean, I think sounds I think a bit sounds a bit like I don't know. Is predatory, it, yeah, quite pre like. Oh, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna like sweep that. it. We're gonna cock block this guy. But I do think being a female in the modern day, um, with things like social media, where it's so easy to get in touch with people, things like dating apps, I don't really think yeah. you can not have guys constantly trying to hit on you in some capacity. Yeah. So no, I mean, even as a guy living in the gate capital of the UK, it, it can get quite intense sometimes. Yeah. You know? Uh, but, oh yeah, back to the point of like, sweeping in. Um, I I feel like, you know, we, we do it the right way. 
Yeah. Uh, you remember, like, there was one time when we sweeped in. Because, oh, yeah. Because we did, like, the girls, but... Uh, there they was didn't look particularly comfortable. Or, with like, the guy that was... Yeah, themselves. yeah. so, like, some yeah. guy, some predatory guy, pre-predatory, he yeah, was there. And we were like, we're, we, will, we will try to get you out of this. Which we kind of did. And yeah, it was great. Did. It was great. Yeah. I'm all, I mean, I'm always respectful. I don't, I don't try and impose myself in any weird way or do anything untowards. And consent yeah. is the 10,000% most important thing, man. I, never, I would never hit on someone or do anything if I didn't think there was some yeah. kind of like oh, reciprocation no. because that's Wait, awful. What about me? I never, I never, cons- never You never consent, consent. When, I, when I get with you. But well, that's not happening We have yet. an unspoken bond, though. Yeah, we have. Yeah. yeah. That that one weary mm. Wednesday night, we will be underneath the sheets, and that's when you get my consent. Ooh, up until then, ooh, I like up until <laughs> maybe in the summer when we're both lying on the beach looking at the stars. I mean, there won't be any stars because global warming. Our Earth's going to explode. <laughs> the Earth's going to explode. We will man. be the stars. We'll be the stars. We'll be the matter in space yeah. when True. the Earth inevitably blows up. Yeah. So wait. So basically. When you when you said you um you cut people off on like Tinder and dating apps and stuff, you do what all all the girls normally do. Yeah, you, I you, am. Yeah. I suck. I suck. <laughs> Man, I mean, I, I'm literally doing it at this exact moment to like free people. Right, it's right terrible. now, right this moment. It's terrible. I mean, the ethic. <laughs> let's talk about the ethics of ghosting because I have opinion. <laughs> I have opinions on this. Yeah. Okay. So my my opinions are as follows. Um. I think I think ghosting's a very vague term for starters. What I is think, go- wait, can you explain what ghosting okay, is? Okay, so ghosting is basically meant to be when you basically just go off I mean it, it doesn't have to be relationships actually, but it's it's usually used in relation to relationships. Um, or like, like kind of maybe just a, like a social context, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's more to do with kind of um like I guess like sexual, like dating and stuff like that. Um right. so I wouldn't say that Jack ghosted me. No, no, because exactly. that would imply that we, that would imply, you know, yeah, that you've been you'd been leading me on, and then yeah, it's it's kind okay. of the concept that um, you suddenly out of nowhere fall out of someone's life without telling them why, without saying anything, and they're kind of left in the lurch. I think I think there are kind of like two ways of approaching this. I think I think when it's something like Tinder, where you've literally exchanged about four messages or five messages, or if you've been on like one date. I think it's fine not to talk to someone because yeah. there isn't this kind of contract built up and you both... You're, you're, you're no. not married yet. <laughs> and, and if that person does get offended by that, then that's probably not a very good sign of them as a partner because if they're that offended by someone they don't even know not talking to them, then it probably suggests that they don't know how to handle commitment, right? Yeah, and like, yeah, like, you know, knowing when to give people space and stuff. Yeah. And like that, you know, it, I think it all kind of boils down to obsession yeah you know like i i totally understand like for me you know um i i know that someone special to me is like when i get really obsessed with them you know that i can't get them out of my head yeah i'm like oh man am i falling in love every song is about them yeah but yeah but the thing is right like that shouldn't happen like on the first day like you don't know the person you know you, you need to get to know them and stuff like so you know if if someone's getting really attached to you, like after you know a couple of weeks of talking or like a first date, that's yeah. a bit like unnerving. I would say. I don't know. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I mean, I probably get attached too quickly, or I don't get attached enough. It's a weird dichotomy. It's like people get attached yeah. to me and I don't get attached to them, or I get attached to them and they don't get attached to me. 
And that's generally how it goes. But I think ghosting yeah. isn't okay when there is some kind of like emotional contract built up. Maybe you've like, even if you slept together once or twice or something like that, I think at least a short explanation would probably be better than just not talking to them. Yeah. Because I feel uh, like I feel like at that point you're kind of messing with people's feelings. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's true. I, I guess like in the in the early stages, you know, nobody needs a, a reason. You know, you can yeah. just you know like you could just say I'm not feeling it. But I think well, saying I mean, you, you it's don't better even, than not. Yeah, that's true. But like you shouldn't. You don't have to, right? Like you know, you're not obliged. You're not obliged sure. to, right? Obliged but yeah, when you said like when you get sort of emotionally attached, and mm. you know, maybe you're like taking steps towards something bigger, and then suddenly out of nowhere, it's like, oh, what's yeah. Happened? What's and I think I there? think it's generally fairly easy to gauge when someone becomes attached. So I think if you can see those signs, but you don't reciprocate them to the same degree, then you should probably just tell them that. Yeah, just be upfront. True. But then also, I I don't really practice what I preach. Because I yeah. I've been ghosted and I've ghosted probably in in opportune times. But what what do you do like if if you come out of the the ghosting stage? You know if like someone's ghosted you for a while and then they come back out. You know like ha ha I'm alive. Yeah. <laughs> you know the, you know you remember that you remember that magic trick I showed you. Yeah. You know they finally come back. <laughs> I think I think you should probably. I, I mean it's all context obviously. So if you think the person is worth your time, but I think generally the best way to approach that would be to keep them at an arm's length and yeah see if they prove their worth. To be like, so it's all like a test, right? Yeah, yeah. So kind of, so kind of like, I've put the effort in, and you know I have. So now it's kind of your turn to prove yourself. Mm. So if they if they do, and if they change their perspective, because people do change their minds. Like maybe they just wanted some time to contemplate it, and they're ready to kind of attack it now, or like confront it, or you know, yeah, yeah absolutely. But I think I think maybe just keep them a bit away from you, so you don't get too hurt. Don't raise your expectations. But then if they do show some effort and they change a bit and they seem more mature and ready, then, yeah, I don't know. I don't think you should cast yeah, them I away. Guess, I guess some people sometimes are simply undecisive. But maybe, about, yeah, what yeah they keep it in the back of your mind that they have done that and that yeah. they might yeah, have that true. in like, their personality. I would see it as a red flag. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a red flag. But yeah. it's not it's not something you can't overcome necessarily. It's just something you should probably be wary of going forward. Yeah, that's true. Um... Yeah, and also like weird thing about about going on dates and all that is like how seasonal it is. Yeah, it's really strange. Like, do you remember last summer how it all went for you? Was it? Um, how how were you? I mean, I was still in the midst of processing a breakup. Really, yeah. I think. I think. So you were like, were you, were you one of those? You know, like I, I think one of I those was breakups? looking for people. Yeah, but, but what was it like? Really... Were you sort of like? you know, closed off and like, you know, just trying to like figure out what the hell are you doing? Yeah, I'm quite on? an emotionally unavailable person and okay. I wasn't really over the person. Properly I was, but there was a lingering shred. I think because I still spoke to them all the time. So it kind of was hard to focus on other oh, people. Right. But I mean, it was in the back of my mind. I was just very passive. And then I think when I stopped talking to that person, which was quite abrupt, because um, we had a little flary little argument and stopped oh. talking, um... I, man, I had a period where I went on quite a lot of dates. I think, like, I mean, it was definitely, like, every few days, I would say. 
Yeah. But I mean, yet again, I was still pretty emotionally unavailable. But I think that was more just a mentality thing. It was showing myself that I could get out of a rut and maybe be a bit more proactive. Well, but I wasn't yeah. really concerned still with finding someone. It was kind of just a way to show that I could change my yeah. mentality. Yeah. Just like, I guess, I guess like, yeah, it, it can take a while to process those emotions and it can become your sort of like comfort zone so it's really weird stepping yeah. out of it and like becoming like well, the social most again. productive thing about that period was um like changing my perspective on what dating is because before that i hyped it up as being this really significant thing where there was a lot of pressure every time you were meeting someone and it was kind of always meant something yeah. but i think when i went on quite a few i actually realized that no it doesn't really mean anything it's quite casual i don't get intimidated by dates anymore you know the idea doesn't throw me i'm not scared at all and also i realized that i know it's so cliched but i before that i didn't do this and then i realized that actually the way to do well on a date is just to quite literally be yourself don't put up a pretense just talk talk like you were talking to a friend or like an acquaintance or anyone because that's who you are that's how you interact yeah that's true don't make a big deal out of it don't blow it out of proportion mm. um yeah it's really strange like um compared to last summer how sort of quiet has been for me at least mm. and i i guess like i'm I've just like you know how they say like well like girls they say they get you or it's, I don't know if it's real or not. I don't really know, but you know, they sort of like they have two body types, which is like the winter body type where they eat whatever the fuck they want. And then, you know, in the summer they're like beach beach body, you know, I need to get ready, yeah. need to lose weight, need to all that. So I guess for me, like it was so, <laughs> You horrible misogynist. <laughs> what? No, no, no I, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I told you. I don't know if it's real or not. It's just the thing that, you know, like I mean, it's memes. real for some people. I, I think, it, I think it's I personal. I personally haven't seen it, but I'm just applying that sort of idea to myself in terms of dating. I mean, know? all I'm going to say is I think people in the winter dress more for functionality than fashion. So it's kind of like, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to wear this like big, fat, not very stylish no, jumper. I, I didn't mean like in terms of uh, no, I know what you looks. meant, kind of. <laughs> but no, in the in the summer, you know, know, when people are wearing all oh, of their like you know summer clothing, it's just like yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like you're more open, more free, I guess. So. Yeah, yeah, I get my balls out in public actually in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how around. you get dates? Is that how you Man. get noticed? Yeah, that's literally how I get noticed. People are like, "Leave me alone," and I'm like, "That was a good date." <laughs> that's wow. That's next level. That's next level. No, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't actually do that for the record. I've never gotten them out in public. So, I mean, I think I think the world should know that. I don't want to be portrayed as something that I'm not. <laughs> well, like a sexual the offender or something. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine yourself? I don't know. Can I, I imagine know. myself what? Where are you going with this? <laughs> Nowhere. Honestly, good, don't go anywhere. Let's just cut this short, you know. Let's just finish this strand of conversation. I think I think okay. it's had its um it's had its go. Yeah, and it's spark. proved to be not very fruitful. So. No, not at all. We I mean it was fruitful, but we shouldn't go back there. <laughs> no, we shouldn't go back there. Not to the dark place. Yeah, so I am I'm, I feel like I'm getting ready for the summer. Like yeah. slowly, slowly but surely. I still have a lot of no. a lot of like Working to do on myself, I yeah. guess. Um, you're you know, looking pretty. You're looking pretty. No, funny. no, not 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 in that. Like you're I've looking got a pretty lot of, sexy. You see, when you start focusing on other people, you kind of 
you tend to forget about yourself and yeah. your ambitions and like it's really hard to find that balance so yeah. like lately i've been just like just focusing mainly on myself and being like you know what like i'll just like give myself a few months and work on all these projects i've been procrastinating you know putting putting off and like you know actually like do something with with my time yeah and and you know i'm um, i feel like it's and hence why the podcast as well i if guess if i could if i could just have someone who I could spoon even like every four nights and watch a yeah. film with. I'd be pretty content with life. Yeah, I don't, I don't be really nice, feel the need for a what, relationship. Like, you mean like a casual thing? Yeah, but, just but, just a bit, just a bit of company sometimes. Like not even so, the need for it's something. It's so hard to, to like keep it that way, you know, because like one someone's going to get attached. Yeah, someone's going to get attached, and then and then it's going to be like, oh man, like this is this is not what I asked for. Yeah, that's why you need to be clear from the start, though. You need to kind of set it out and be like, by the way, I'm yeah, not looking I guess. to have eight children. Yeah, um, I'm looking well, to have seven. No, the thing I'm going to lay down at the very beginning of of my future dates will be like, mm -hmm. I do want to get married, but it, it will it, it will have to be during Jack's funeral. And also, you're going to go. I'm gay. <laughs> and, and on that note, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing this for my father. Oh my god! Yeah, on that note, I think um, Jack, you, are you ghosting people again? No, on, on actually, I'm doing quite the opposite. I, oh, quite the opposite. <laughs> doing what, quite. Just, right? I mean, I'm not doing the complete opposite. I'm just, I'm just talking to my friend because I got a friend. Wait, in this what world. about me then? You're are not you my go friend. You ghosting me? I am so offended by this now. Anyway, Jack, I hope that you um, find I love. <laughs> well, no. Or do I, I want to? I hope that you stop ghosting me until. Well, hopefully sooner than next than Wednesday, than when when we find Wednesday. I don't know, dude. I'm definitely gonna stop by then. Don't yeah. even worry. When it's Wednesday, oh, so so I'll basically, send you all my love. so what you're saying is that you're gonna be ghosting me until Wednesday, and then when finally that day comes, mm -hmm. you will probably admit your love to me, and, then and I'll send get, you a dick pic, and then we're gonna get under the sheets. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna become stars. Yeah, what? We'll make some sweet jazz with our bodies. <laughs> <laughs> the I, music of love. Oh my god, that's terrible. What should we sing? Should we sing a love song to end this? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna sing a love song. Um, oh. what what's the love song I should sing? Um, there are too many love songs. That's true. Yeah, maybe we should sing um an anti love song, which is. Um, Father John Misty. No, not Father John Misty again. You don't even like him. You don't we, like his sweet, no, sultry sounds. You don't like his take on life, his cynical take on modern uh, life. No, should we just sing like... What about uh, The Strokes? No, Ooh. The Strokes. No. Well, we just make something up, man. Hello, just, by just Lionel improvise. Okay, just gonna, improvise? Gonna, I'll go first. I'll go first. Yeah, okay, just we'll improvise. Riff, we'll riff. Love is but pain in a field of dreams. And I've been looking for my pitfall. I've been looking for a bed with a sweet lady in. <laughs> Come on, man. And it turns out that lady's name is Jack. She's not actually a lady, but I just don't care. And I will see you next Wednesday night. Yeah, I probably won't be there. Okay. That see was ya. Nice, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, bye. See you next not Wednesday. Yeah. See ya. Bye. Love you. <laughs>